Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It's 5 o'clock on Thursday, and uh, it looks as if uh, uh, NVIDIA got hammered today. They There was a ruling that they can't uh, export a lot of their chips to China, so it just took the stock down tremendously. Also, Bed Bath & Beyond is uh, tanking as well. So it's uh, not a very good scene out there. Also, uh, Bitcoin is off. I think there's a general uh, market sell-off uh, overall. I'm going to show you a stock that I'm looking to short uh, in uh, hopefully in, in a few minutes here. Once we get uh, once we once we get rolling here uh, on the uh, on the slides. So uh, that's uh, before too long. By the way, if you're watching on TikTok, super easy to see all the slides and everything. All you have to do is go to the link up there, click on it, and uh, you will see the the uh, link for YouTube, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor, all one word. So that's kind of how it uh, plays out. All right, here is the overview on the market today. Um, interestingly enough, the Dow was up just slightly. I mean, very, very slightly, 0 0.06. So very, not, not very much there. Uh, the S and P was down, uh, and uh, the thing that really got slammed, of course, was the was the Nasdaq. Oh boy, I tell you, it's a uh, it's a tough one to trade. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna see the market retreat, and I'm gonna start moving from a long my long positions into my shorts. And uh, hopefully that'll work out. Uh, but uh, but uh, it's just a tough market to trade. I want to show you the bulls versus the bears, and this is sort of a uh, indication of what the writers, the uh, the stock writers, are saying. The the uh, journalists that cover the stock market. Um, and uh, we we had seen the uh, the uh, we had seen the bulls inching up, but now they're headed down and the bears are inching up. So it does kind of look like that, uh, you know, the signal is it's going to be a very, very tough, um, it's going to be a very, very tough September. Uh, and uh, so we want to get ready. We probably want to get mostly in cash right now and then get ready to uh, possibly do some shorting. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to cover this, uh, you know, sort of how to do it, what I'm doing. Uh, in some videos I'm going to try to make and upload to um, to YouTube so that you can kind of see what, what I'm doing and see if it's successful or not. Uh, currently, I'm short only using uh, bare put spreads, uh, but uh, that's about it. Bed Bath & Beyond, just wanted to show you the chart with Bed Bath & Beyond NVIDIA, and they're both doing pretty horrible uh, all the way around. <laughs> it just doesn't look good. Uh, this is the, uh, uh, let's, go to, let's go to BBBY. B, 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 Y, and of course, um, just a terrible chart. Uh, they're going to be laying off about 20% uh, of their, four of, uh, they're going to be closing 20% of their stores and laying off quite a few of their employees. Currently, the stock is at uh, $8.75, so not really very good. Uh, I definitely think you should avoid this one. I don't even think this is a good short as there's not a lot of meat left on the bone. So not something that you probably want to do. Uh, let's kind of look at the, uh, at the checklist, pretty horrible checklist. It's basically 33% failing on all areas. And of course uh, it's down significantly. So not something you probably want to be, want to be too involved in right now. So I'd probably steer clear of that one. Uh, here's currently what I have uh, in my long position. It's not very much. Petrobras PBR. That's uh, not the. It's not the uh, the beer, but the but the stock, but the oil company. That was actually up today. 
Uh, so let's take a look at the live chart on PBR. This one's sort of bucking the trend. Um, it's uh, the Brazilian National Oil Company pays an extremely high dividend. As you can see, it it uh, it came down. It tested that 21-day exponential, pulled up above that, and uh, it's looking fairly good. So let me let's go ahead and switch the camera for everybody looking on TikTok, so you can definitely kind of see what I'm talking about here. This is a symbol PBR Petrobras, and uh, what's happened is we have that relative strength line moving up. It's uh, currently at 98, which puts it in the top 2% of all stocks out there. Uh, what happened is we came down to this green line. That's the 21-day exponential. I trade off of this line, and we definitely got some support here. We're starting to move up above that 10-day line. So we're still in a we're still in an upper trend on PBR. Hard to believe in this kind of market. It still has a 98 relative strength, so that's looking very very good uh, for considering everything in this market. We're about uh, 17 percent above the the pivot, which is at twelve dollars and thirty eight cents. So so this one I'm still in. I would not recommend buying it here. As it is extended, the the place to have bought it is kind of where I did, I I believe, and that was on this little handle here, as it was below twelve dollars thirty six cents, and that's kind of where I got in. We moved above that pivot, and then we've continued to move higher. So that's kind of you know that's kind of the place that you that you probably want to uh, you probably don't want to get into at this at this time because it is extended. Unfortunately, I wish it was not. But it is. Let's say so. Take a look at BJ's. This is BJ Wholesales. This has been bucking the trend in retail. I don't quite know why, um, but it just seems to have. I mean, it, it pulled back a little bit today, but uh, it's still buyable uh, and still in the buy zone. And uh, I guess it's just because uh, people are people are downshifting into less expensive uh, retailers, and BJ's definitely is in that category. Um, the pivot on this one is $71, and we're right above that uh, right now. We're in the buy zone, which is the, basically the, the pivot, 5% up. That's your buy zone. The reason you want to buy in that buy zone, if you possibly can, is that, that uh, is uh, if you buy above that, it's extended and it tends to pull back. So not necessarily what you want. This is actionable right now, even though it did pull back today. 96 relative strength, so this is the top 4% of all stocks currently trading. So uh, not not a bad thing. It's got a 100% checklist. I want to put that up there for everyone so that you can see that uh, it's got a 100% checklist. Uh, and it is not in the oil and gas. So uh, let's see. The last third one uh, is Comstock Resources. Of course, this is a gas producer. This is, a, what, this is an oil and gas uh, uh, CRK. I did increase my position size in this one, but I'm, as you know, I'm primarily in cash, basically waiting for the market to kind of change direction, and then I'll be shorting. Uh, I'm afraid it's going to go down here a little bit, but uh, it definitely what happened with uh, Comstock is I did buy a little bit too high at 2141, but it was, you know, it was still wasn't at the peak. We pulled back down. We bounced off the 21-day line. And now, after hours, we're currently at 1949. It's pulling up about 3%. So I do think that we're going to see some strong movement in this one. Why? Because, of course, gas is uh, in short supply in Europe, and uh, Comstock has a lot of has a lot of gas that they can they can supply. So that's a good thing. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Let's take uh, one last look. I want to show you. 
the stock that I am looking to short. And uh, what I'm going to do here is, well, let's let's go first to kind of my the small portfolio. Not exactly very exciting here. Of course, this is the demonstration portfolio that I show everyone. Seventy five over seventy five percent in cash. We're up on PBR, but we're down a little bit on Comstock. Just very very light uh, exposure overall. Um, here's what I want to show you on the stock that I am going to be shorting, and of course that is uh, Lenar. Now, now I'm not going to short it until it comes up to that 21 day. Uh, it comes up to the 21 day line. Um, the 21 day line being basically uh, right here. And let's kind of take a look. And for everybody on TikTok, let's show you kind of what I'm doing with the live chart here. So the 21 day line where uh, if it comes up to this, I will shell uh, currently is at 8207. Basically, basically, if it comes up to 82, that is where I'll sell it. And by the way, the way shorting works is that you borrow the shares and I happen to use TD Ameritrade for this. Uh, and then you sell the shares and then hopefully if it goes down, you then close the short by buying the shares back. And you do have to have a level three account to do that. And uh, I'm probably going to go into that a little bit more in, in the future. But I have a short order for one half position of Lenar at 31.90. So if it comes up to that, you know, basically, which is basically the uh, 21 day exponential moving average, then I will short it there. So we'll see. We'll see if I get a fill on that. I'm not sure that it's going to happen, but uh, you know, <laughs> we can t we can always we can always hope. All right, so let's get to some of the questions here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, let's see if um, we're going to look uh, at PP. There's there's nothing good out there. Yeah, it's pretty true. I agree with you, Jake. Uh, Jake Five Star. I like that. Uh, I like that handle that you got there. Uh, I kind of agree with you. It's just an incredibly tough market to trade. We're kind of neither here nor there. Uh, but I do think we're going to start taking a move down. And I want to show you the... Um, the S&P, because I think that really is telling the tale. Uh, I think you got to stay out of the NASDAQ if you're going long right now, uh, just just because it's it's just too volatile. I've tried it several times and gotten rejected at the hoop, as they say. So not a good thing. Uh, but I want to show you this chart because this is this kind of tells the this kind of tells the tale for um, for the S&P 500. We came all the way up here, moving very nicely. And then, boy, we got to that 200-day moving average, and it just is like it, it's sort of like just a wall there, and then we just bounce right off of that. Boom, we're moving down. And I do think we're going to probably be moving down. And I'm drawing the line here. I think we're going to move down, you know, below 3,800, probably to 3,600 at least. So that's where I see it going in the next month or two. Uh, so not, not necessarily the greatest, the greatest thing there. But again, we came up to that 200 day moving average. This is the S and P 500 index. We bounced off of that straight down. And then I think that where we're going based on this, this reversal line here, we're going to go all the way down. We're probably going to go below 3,800. So this is why I'm getting ready. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, kind of getting ready to short things and, um, you know, it's, uh, what I'm probably going to be doing, so I'm probably not going to be using puts to do this. I'm probably just going to be borrowing the shares. And, um, you know, we'll see. So um, we'll, 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 see, we'll, see how, we'll see how that uh, we'll, we'll see how that works. 
Do you think the um, retest of the lows on, on the S&P? Yes, I do. I think we will. And do you think, yeah, I think we will. I think we will. I think we're going to go down to at least 3,600. Yeah, I do believe that. I do believe that. I think that's a, that's a good, that's a good point. All right. So let's get into the questions. Thank you so much, Charles. Thank you. Good afternoon to you. I'm glad you're watching. Um, please tell your friends because we need more. We always need more viewers here. Um, all right. Let's look at XOM. And of course, this is the, uh, Spider Select for Energy, but oh, no, I'm sorry, this is the spot. This Exxon Mobil, excuse me. I want to show this against the XOM, which is, of course, is the, the energy ETF. So let's first of all let's look at uh, XOM. Of course, this is Exxon Mobil. Um, not the largest oil company in the world, I think Saudi Aramco is bigger, uh, but definitely significant. This is, of course, uh, originally was the um, originally was uh, was uh, a standard oil company, so very interesting based in Irving, Texas. All right, so let's take a look at uh, uh, XLE. That is the Energy Select Spider. Now, here's the thing about the XLE. The XLE tracks the XOM. Why? Because it's made up of the XOM, XOM and CV is, uh, and Chevron. But uh, if you look at the overall energy sector, Exxon is actually outproduced, out. Uh, uh, it's, 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 uh, Exxon is actually um, doing better than the overall energy sector, just barely, but uh, definitely better than that. So really, oil is still holding up. I, I, I think that if you've got the right entry points, I think it's still the thing to be in. Uh, and I definitely have, uh, you know, have been in oil um, pretty solidly because, uh, because I do think it's uh, it's going to go higher, even with the pro, even you know, even though it's been moving higher for quite a while. Um, just looking at some of the other ones that I've been in, this is Range Resources RRC. I got knocked out of this one. Uh, we were in the buy zone, and then it reversed. But uh, what I want to look at here is uh, I kind of want to look at the U.S. E and P's and kind of see what is the best, at least for right now. Comstock is, is sort of at the top of the list. This is the one I do own. So let's take a look at Comstock and see. Yeah, I do think this one is starting to form a handle, a cup of the handle. It doesn't really show on my screen here because the sometimes the uh, pattern rack is a little bit off, but this is a cup, and then there was handling. Handling. I don't know. We're going to draw the reversal line in there. What I do think is that right now it... it Bounced off that 21-day line. I think this one's going higher and definitely has after hours. This is one I think that, you know, even in this downward trending market is one that you might want to look into. Comstock Resources, uh, CRK, and this this is a, this is basically top of the U.S. Explorers Group. So uh, kind of a kind of an interesting one. I think a, I think a good one to take a look at uh, for potential buys. Now I I'm in it right now, so um, you know I'm a little bit biased on that but i am in i am in, the, in it uh i do think you can still buy it um even in this market i think it's probably going to go higher let's uh thank you charles gold is down what do you think is heading and where does this mean to the market very good question there um you know everybody says you know everybody out there says well gold is the thing to own during inflation i happen to disagree with that <laughs> interestingly enough in periods of high inflation, and in, in the thing to own, and this is just really weird, I believe is cash. 
cash or commodities. That's about it. Why? An oil. Why? Because you can't eat gold. That's the problem. And what it's gonna, what's going to happen as the inflation increases, more and more businesses are going to be in trouble. There's going to be more and more scrambling. So actually, in a downward trend, you actually want to hold a lot of cash. Um, I, it's, it's, it's a strange thing. But actually, this year, cash has been one of the number one uh, assets out there, which is which is just incredibly strange, uh, but it is true. So let me let's kind of show that out here. So I'm going to look at the cash ETF, and I'm going to look at the gold ETF. So what I'm going to do here, uh, let's see, uh, let's see. The, these are the four. Uh, let's see. I got to get this up here on thing. Um, Okay, uh, GSY, yeah, that's the one I want. GSY. And so basically what's going on here, so if we can get it back over there. Yeah, there we go. So so what's going on here is if we look at the GSY, which is basically cash, this is sort of overnight money, GSY, and we look at gold, which is tracked with the gold ETF. Let's get see if we can get that in there. <laughs> see if it'll let us do there. Ultra short. Okay, so this is the GSY. Let me show that to everybody on TikTok here. There we go. Okay, so this is the GSY. So this is basically a proxy for cash. And as you can see, it's 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 basically lost about 2% of its value since the beginning of the year. So basically, this is cash. And let's look at gold. Uh, GLD, this is... Uh, this is a ETF that tracks the price of gold. And you'll notice, and this is really interesting here, uh, and I want to show it to everybody out there. This is really, really interesting. Hopefully, the, unfortunately, this, this created yellow, uh, which is not easy to see. But you'll notice that since the beginning of the year, since the beginning of the year, cash has outproduced gold in terms of its performance, interestingly enough. But if we throw in energy, Let's throw in energy, XLE. You'll see that energy has well, has done far better. And this is the XLE. This is the Spider Select Energy. This is essentially cash where it says GSY and then gold. So actually the least productive asset class basically in this last year, if you're looking to hold on to stuff, has been, has been gold. <laughs> Believe it or not, the GSY basically it's basically lost about two percent, which is about inflation uh, overall. But even though they, even though the inflation rate is running at probably 11, 12, 13 percent, the actual value of cash and this is calculated in a lot of ways is actually down just slightly, about two percent year over year. But if you'll notice that the XLE, which is the commodity that everybody needs, that's oil. Now, a lot of people don't want to believe that. They want to believe that, you know, we can do everything with windmills and ferries. But the oil is true. Still, the world still runs on oil. So that has done very, very well, as you can see. So kind of, kind of going into kind of a lot of detail there. But um, gold is down. Why? Because... The price is being manipulated, and unfortunately, we're we can't we can't deal with that manipulation. That's really central banks that are that are manipulating that price. The reason, of course, they want to keep it up. They want to keep that price up because, um, for many banks, this is the, they have to they have to keep the price of uh, gold 
higher. So it's uh, it's kind of a strange it's just kind of a strange deal all the way around. Um, okay, Death Vice. I like that handle. Hey Jim, just great. Oh, UTD in finance. Uh, about to start a really good job at DFW. Okay, well, uh, you know, I'm over here. By the way, uh, I my office is over at uh, on Greenville Avenue, right near SMU. So, uh, you know, if you if you're interested, just uh, send me a send me a um, if you uh, send me a uh, um, an email. I don't I don't have anything right now, but I want I'd definitely like to talk. All right, so Mr. Franklin, the end of the day rally was weird. Absolutely, well, everything's weird right now. That's because I think we're getting ready to reverse lower. And I don't like the fact that we are, but it is what it is. You know, you just can't think. Okay, um, let's uh, take a question from Am from um, TikTok. I shorted Amazon. Not a bad idea, uh, Jake Five Star. Not a bad idea. Let's look at let's look at the Amazon to see kind of let's let's take a look. AMZN. Let's let's take a look to see kind of if We've got some shorting, you know, kind of analyze the what what how I would possibly look at the short on uh, AMZN. And interestingly enough, I think that's not a bad idea to short something that is uh, was a potential past leader and now is kind of changing changing direction. So let's look at that short. All right. Um, typically, what I like to do when it's shorting, you see is let's first of all let's determine and i'm going to remove this this reversal line yeah i'm going to remove that reversal line there all right what happened of course it came all the way down to the bottom of the consolidation this is about 101 it's the bottom of that consolidation and then it, it then it rallied up to the 200 day moving average and peaking out at about 146.57 so it peaked out there and then it's pulled back. Now, typically when you short, you like you, the best thing is to short as it's coming up to a it, as it's coming up to an index. And I believe if you were going to short this one, I'm not, and I actually did, but if I were going to short this one, I would look to I would look to see if it will move up to this 21-day moving average, and that's where I would short. Now, what is a short? Well, a short is basically when you borrow the shares and then you sell them and then you wait until the shares go down. Hopefully they go down. And when they go down, um, typically 10%, that's where you're going to close the short. And the, the way you close the short is you buy them back at the lower price. And of course, the difference is your profit, hopefully, <laughs> in that case. So where I would probably short Amazon would be at about 132.77, which is the 21-day exponential moving average. And then why would I do it there? Well, part of the reason I would do it there is because um, at the 21-day line, that's sort of where it. That's sort of where many of the programmatic traders, the algorithmic traders, are going to be doing what I'm talking about. So um, it's pulled down. It's pulled down down to the 50-day line. That's this red line here. It's bounced on that 50-day line. I suspect it's going to come back up to that 21-day line, and then that's where I would short it. Why? Because that's probably where it's going to meet the resistance. If you'll notice, the 10-day line, that's this little pink line, is moving downward, and it's right basically where the 21-day line is. So that's where I would short it. 
for Amazon, but I but I think that's interesting that uh, that you are shorting it. Remember, here's the thing: when you're shorting, try to make sure that you that that you control your position size. Don't go don't go hog wild, and you know bet the farm. Try to uh, try to short possibly one half position, one half um, a one half position, or possibly as much as a as a as a full position. Now, a full position is 12.5% typically of your um, portfolio uh, value. And you want to do that because you don't, if it goes against you, and the thing about shorts is that they can go against you very, very quickly, you want to protect your downside. So also what you want to do is you want to put in, if you get a fill on the short, you want to put in to cover 5% above where you shorted. So that's, that's, a, that's just, just saying that. All right, uh, I'm going to do the rest of what you're doing. Okay, well, good. I hope go long and maybe maybe you'll prosper. Uh, I'm totally doing <laughs> okay. Tesla. All right. Well, if you if you want to do exactly what I'm not doing, uh, buy Tesla long uh, because uh, you know it may go up and uh, it may do very very well. Uh, but uh, let's take a look at Tesla really quickly. Uh, currently, uh, it is uh, making a move. Uh, it kind of bounced a little bit off of the uh, 50-day moving average. Uh, but I do think that uh, overall, uh, Tesla probably will rally up to about the 21-day line and then move lower. So that's my guess. So if you're, if you're looking to kind of mirror trade what I'm doing, that might be a good thing. Um, I'm currently not in Tesla, but... Uh, but if that's a, if you want to, if you want to do it that way. All right, let's take another question. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, it was very, very weird. I agree with you. All right, Charles, let's see what we've got. Uh, uh, any public lumber companies? Very interesting. Good question. Um, West, West Fraser Timber uh, is a good one. And let me see if I, I can't remember the, let me see the symbol on this one. West. What I'm doing is I'm just looking at because I, I, you know, I should remember that WFG. There we go, WFG. So that one might be might be something that we could look at. So let's look at WFG and see, see what's going on there. All right. Well, it is it has moved below that 50-day line. Now, part of the reason I am uh, very very bearish right now on the timber industry is because housing starts have fallen away they've just fallen down totally we have many many um we have thousands of houses currently that are under construction in the united states that have not been finished and it's really going to be difficult to finish these why because of the supply chain problems so uh, i do believe that we're going to see some pressure on the timber companies i just don't think there's going to be as many housing starts because the interest rates are going up they ha we have a lot of unfinished uh, um unfinished um, uh, houses, and I do think that uh, we're going to see a drop in the lumber price. They peaked during COVID, and the reason that they peaked, of course, was because there were so many housing starts. They were the companies; the, it was still very low interest rates. There was not a lot of place for the capital to go, and it went into new homes. Now, that's not going to be the case as much. So, I do think we're going to see some 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 pain 
when it comes to the timber companies. But let's kind of look at this timber and wood products area. It's one of the worst performing areas currently, but I want to kind of look at it, see kind of what the top companies are. Well, Boise Cascade, of course. Boise Cascade is largely owned by the Koch brothers. Uh, you probably didn't know this, but it's largely owned by them. Uh, and uh, we do have some of these other ones, West, West Fraser Timber and uh, UFP. Uh, this is a plywood company. So let's look at, uh, let's compare West Fraser Timber with Boise Cascade and see kind of what kind of, in this space, if there are any opportunities. And I don't think there are, but let's just take a look. This is, uh, let's, uh, let's take, uh, this, is the, this is the building and woods project overall. And then let's put in uh, West Fraser, uh, let's put in BCC, which is Boise Cascade. There we go. And then let's put in, um, and then let's put in West Fraser Timber, WFT. I think it's WFT, is that right? Have it right here. West Fraser Timber, WFG, excuse me. Got that wrong. So WFG. So looking at the timber industry overall, kind of this kind of bunched up. The whole industry in general is up about 5% for the year. Not a tremendous amount, but but definitely up there. West Fraser definitely doing better at 115. And Valley Cascade is doing the better of the best of all. But basically, we've been in a downward trend on the timber company since June. So I would not recommend. Uh, I, I would not recommend being in any of these timber companies right now. I just, I just wouldn't, uh, as the home building is slowing, and uh, that's going to be a big driver for this. That's going to be, that's going to be a very, very big driver. Um, so I would not be in any of the timber companies. The best of the two, I think, is, is BCC, Boise Cascade, and then West Fraser Timber. I think those are the two best, but I think they're both in a decline. And uh, they've been up this year, but I think that the demand for timber is moving lower. Why? Well, unfortunately, homes, they just, they just aren't building as many homes right now as there's so many of these homes that are, that are not finished. <laughs> All right, let's look at the semiconductor area of the market. Um, and let's see if I can remember what is the best, uh, uh, the best for semis. Uh, let's see. All right, let's look at the, <laughs> see if I can get the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. In fact, let's do it. Let's just do it the easy way by going over here and going zero. <coughs> Excuse me. And let's take a look if we can see the Semiconductor Index. <coughs> and I think it's. P. Oh, puts a cost ratio. Da, 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 da. Okay, the volatility. Um. Well, heck. There we go. The Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. Let's look at that. All right. So this is the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index here, and and what this is is uh, these are this is these this is the overall for the Semiconductor Index. And it is not looking good, folks. Unfortunately, we have been moving down. We hit our peak on the semiconductor index back here in December, and it's been a slide ever since. Now, I thought, I was thinking that, you know, we would see some recovery 
uh, in the semis. But no, it has not been the case. Uh, I, I was thinking that, you know, we had this little rally. I was thinking it was going to go up. But no, it lost strength. And it's losing more strength. <laughs> so definitely not the way, not, not the good look. So let's look at the index, the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. Of course, this is the index of the semiconductor. And it's been going down. And let's compare it with NVIDIA, which has been also going down, but going down faster. And then I want to compare it with one that I was in that I had to bail on, and that was uh, on semiconductors. So the reason I was in on, as you can see, it was way outperforming the uh, Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. But <laughs> even on semi, it's not doing all that well. Just a bad market overall in general. But uh, NVIDIA definitely underperforming the index. You don't want to buy it. And um, with on semi, it's outperforming, but it's pulling back a little bit. So if you want to be in any of the uh, uh, semis right now, the best semis probably are on semiconductor and monolithic power. Those are probably the two best. So, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. I just think you got to stay out of the semis, and it's just it stinks. But I think you just I think you have to stay out of the semis. I I, I think you got to stay out of the semis for right now. All right. Um, can we short timber? I would not short timber. I would not short timber. There's a lot of reasons why not to. I think it's better to 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 short the home builders rather than the um, rather than the timber because shorting commodities commodities are really tough to trade. I'll I'll be honest. I, maybe it's because I'm not really as seasoned a commodities trader as I am an equities trader. I'll be honest with you there. Uh, but I think it's better. I, there's there's a lot more. The reason I'm interested in possibly shorting the home builders is because there's a lot more meat on the bone in the, in the, in these home, in the, in these home builders. So, I mean, let's take a look at Lennar. The reason I talk about Lennar is because the luxury home builder and it's, it's been one of the, it's been one of the leaders. Um, but I think now, right now, the residential builders are 181 out of 197. So they're really at the bottom of the market. And I don't, I don't foresee them doing better i just i don't i don't foresee them doing better so i think that we're going to see i think we're going to see some more pain uh there that's the reason i'm looking possibly at doing the uh, short on now i haven't done it i haven't gotten the fill on this one yet so i have the i have the short out there but i don't you know i haven't gotten the fill on it so uh it's not it's it's not real yet um i wish it, it you know well i don't know i wish it but it's only until I get a fill on it is it is it really um, you know is it really there. So basically, the order I have is at one eighty one um, ninety, and basically what I'll do is if it pulls if it pulls up to there one eighty one ninety, that's basically this this green line here. It's this is the twenty one day exponential moving average. If it pulls up here, pulls up right here, then that's where I'll short. And why? Because if you look at this, if you if you look, if you draw a line, basically from 8931, which is kind of where it where it um, where it where it you can see, oops, let's get that in there. There we go. Hopefully, there we go. Okay. So if you see that, you see how that line, what I think is gonna happen here 
is that we're going to get a rally up to about this this line. And that's the 21-day exponential moving average. That's where I think it's going to, going to get resistance and it's going to pull lower from there. So that's why I want to short it. I don't want to short it at, at where it is now. I want to wait until it rallies. I want to wait until it rallies in order to do that. So that's kind of my my game plan. We'll see. We'll see if that works or not. Let's look at the TBT. The TBT is the uh, is an ETF uh, that will go up if interest rates on longer term bonds are going up. So. It's a 2x ETF, and uh, the way it works is uh, it will move higher. It will ha- move higher based on the expected um, the expected interest rates on the 10-year Treasury. So that's one of the things you got to look at. This is the input. It's the no, I'm sorry, the 20-year Treasury. Excuse me. It's it it's an ETF that corresponds to twice the inverse performance of the Barclays. 20 plus year US Treasury index. So as US Treasury, as you know from your finance courses in college, if uh, as interest rates go up, the value of bonds goes down. So if the value if the interest rates are going up, this will will move with that. And as you can see, it went up today. Why? Because everybody knows that we're probably gonna see some higher interest rates. And and if we do, of course, that will that will make the TBT move up. You'll notice the relative strength on this one, 97, and that basically means it's in the top 3% currently. And also, you'll notice that the volume is starting to spike on this one. We're starting to see some volume come in from some of the big, big boys here. And uh, it's moving up, and this is moving up. So this is possibly a good one uh, to be in. So, uh, you know, I'm not in it currently, but uh, it's looking... Unfortunately, this one's looking good. Why I don't say unfortunately well, because when this one does well, the rest of the market, not so much. So this is a this is a view from 20,000 feet on the on the weekly chart. Let's look at the monthly chart. And as you can see, it's been basically for pretty much it's been it's been in the downward trend for forever. Why? Because since 2008, when this thing was started, our interest rates have been going lower and lower and lower. Now they're starting to now they're starting to pick up again, and that's going to create a spike here. And that's uh, sort of the deal with the TBT. So, long term, it's probably a good. Uh, it's probably good. All right, let's take the last question. Thank you very much, Charles. We so appreciate it. Looks at Grin. Grin is that is that one? <laughs> or I'm just, or I'm just grinning. All right. Ah, this is sick. Uh, Interesting. I don't know this company at all. It's just a shipping holdings company. It's in the transportation sector. And uh, the question is, what is it doing? Singapore-based company operates a fleet of dry ball carriers. Okay, well, sewer and shipping. This is actually an area that's doing well, of course, because of the situation with uh, commodities. So very good. Uh, And it definitely has moved above that 200-day line. It's got a 93 relative strength. $23 $23 stock, so not a very expensive stock at all. Let's, I want to kind of look to see, and you're not going to be able to see this on TikTok, unfortunately. I want to take a look at the, uh, well, actually, we can we can move it over here so you can actually see it. Let's just kind of move over the camera. <laughs> I don't know if you can, you can see this or not. Let me just uh, pull everything aside so that uh, we can get closer, closer, closer. There we go. All right, and then you can take a look at this really quickly.
for this one. The sales have been moving up very nicely, as you can see. It was up 47% last quarter, and we had a huge increase in profit, 177. Now, let's look at the price-to-earnings ratio. This is an incredibly low three. I can't believe that. <coughs> That's an extremely low price-to-earnings. That means that if you buy the shares... <coughs> For $21, you're going to end up, yeah, look at that. Cash flow is $10.91 a share. The price of the share is $23.29. So this is, they're printing money, basically. Wow, that's really interesting. I want to see if there was a, was a, a dividend. Okay, yes, there was. How interesting. We're going to move over there to see. All right. So here we go. We're back over here, and we're going to look to see kind of what the dividends on this one has been. This is really a good one, Charles. I, I, I did. I wasn't. This didn't come across my, uh, my radar, but I definitely like it. I mean, look at these earnings per share. It's terrific. Uh, and and we've got uh, the dividend there. Wow, this is uh, basically a, a stock dividend. They give you basically five shares for every one hundred that you had. That's interesting. Uh, the question is, when is the next dividend? It's on the eleventh. I mean, the the next earnings is due out in November, November 17th. Very interesting company. Very, very interesting. I don't know much about it at all. Singapore-based fleet of uh, dry bulk carriers, which uh, normally don't do all that great in, 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 in the market, but they are doing great now. So very, very good. Very interesting. Very interesting stock there. Thank you for that very much. I'm going to kind of put that down. All right. Let's see. Uh, how are <laughs> Long-term thoughts on Lululemon. I've shorted lemon a few times. Uh, I, I, uh, you know, I, I think it's going lower because I just don't know how many of those three hundred dollar yoga pants that they can sell. Though I definitely like looking at them. I have to admit that they, they definitely look uh, look good. Um, would I short this one? I would possibly think about it. I, I would possibly think about it. Why? Because typically the best shorts are on stocks that have been winners before and then they're kind of seeing a little bit tougher times look at this one it was all the way up here at 480 i don't think this is a peloton but might be something that is shortable 480 uh it, it come up there and then and then you see this is the this is the it just tested the 200 day moving average now i wouldn't short it here i would wait till it came up to probably right about here to short it. So where would I short this one? Well, I would probably look to short this. Let's see if we can get it in there. Let's look at the technicals. I would look at a 311.42. So I'd look at about 310 is where I would possibly short this thing. And why? Well, let's take a look. Uh, this is the head here. And this is the left, this is the uh, right shoulder. And the left shoulder is basically right about here. So what I think has happened is, uh, is uh, you know, uh, it, uh, it it's come down, it's 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 rallied into this head, and then it's come down again. There's another shoulder here, and uh, theoretically, this shoulder should be lower, a little bit lower than the, the head. You might actually really say that this is this is the head here. It happened way back in November, and then it's been moving down ever since, so down like that. So I think it's time for probably for this to move lower, but you're right. 
Uh, I, I think Lulu might be, Jay, I think it might be a short. I'll, I'm going to evaluate this a little bit more. Um, I definitely like the fact that uh, it's got so much juice on the, uh, so much meat on the bone. 321.60 and the fact that it's moved up about 9%. That's telling me that it is trying to hold on and that it could be a good short candidate, but uh, not now. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Um, I'll be back tomorrow at five o'clock and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have some more good, uh, things to, to, to talk about then. If you're not a member of the action trailer, it's very easy to just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com first and last name and an email address. And, uh, we'll get you all set up on the action trade alerts. I'm going to try to uh, emphasize shorting a little bit more because I think we're going into a phase of the market in which that might make more sense than going long. Uh, but we'll see. We'll, 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 we'll see how that goes. Um, so please also, if you have, if you're new here, please like us, please like us <laughs> because, uh, you know, we, uh, we need, we need that. We need also that, uh, that you subscribe. That would be also great too, but hit that like button, smash that like button and subscribe to, um, Dallas trading floor. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow again at uh, 5. Happy trading, everybody. And um, thanks for watching. Thanks for, thanks, thanks, thanks for taking time out of your day uh, to watch.